Welcome to the Exploring Awareness Podcast. Join Dr. Frank Anderson and Lisa Berry in exploring new ways to live in this chaotic world and find peace and joy in the most unlikely places. Hi, and thanks for listening to the Exploring Awareness Podcast. I'm Lisa, and Frank is here. How are you doing, Frank? I'm doing great, Lisa. Got my Christmas list. Oh, you do? Have you got lots of things to buy still? Oh, did I didn't even give you my sizes or favorite colors? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Santa knows. Oh, okay. Good, good, good. Yes, it's our holiday extravaganza 2020, yeah. right? The Exploring Awareness Holiday Edition. Yes. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, that's great. I mean, the holidays are uh, sometimes they're good for people, sometimes not so good for people. Part of me feels like they put a lot of pressure on, like it's like you really have to think and you kind of step back and look at your life and it's that's not what the holiday is supposed to be about though is it well there are a lot of pressures aren't there lots of expectations and certain ways doing this holidays can you know create all kinds of stories Hmm. hopefully they're peaceful happy loving giving stories well you know there's two ways to look at it right and I think that in it, as we've been exploring awareness, I thought today we might look at the, this holiday, which is actually a, a, a season of generosity, mm. and use our exploring awareness framework and our exploring awareness ideas to kind of look at this season of generosity in a different way. Sounds great. Season of generosity. That that we must not forget that technically is what the holidays are about. Are they not? Well, this particular one is now we're recording now in mid December, which is the Hanukkah season. And lots of people are giving presents as part of the Hanukkah celebration, right? There's eight days of present giving in that tradition. Right. And then for people that are, of the Christian tradition, and also it bleeds over to lots of, of traditions, you know, it's also a season of giving gifts to people. And I think that's been a tradition for, for hundreds of years at this time of the year. Well, when we're talking about gifts, are you talking about gifts that you go to the store and buy and wrap up and put under a tree? Or what, what kind of gifts are you thinking about? You know, Lisa, I'm thinking about about the gifts in one sense, but I'm also thinking about the spirit of gifting in another sense. Now, when I did the introduction, I said, I've got my to-do list. I've got to get all these gifts for people. And it does seem like in some ways a, a chore to go to stores or go online and, you know, make all the physical arrangements to give a gift. And certainly we know what people want or we know what we'd like to give to somebody. But let's also think about what the this, this spirit of gifting is and kind of where that comes from. And so that the gift itself is one thing, but what does the gift actually represent? Mm. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get to. What do you, what do you think about that? 
I'm kind of in gift transition meaning in my life right now. I would, you know, that book, The Love Languages, I would say that gifts were a big love language. If you would ask anyone in my family, they all Lisa likes presents, but it's not that I like presents. I like the thoughtfulness behind presents. To me, thoughtfulness is my love language. That's one of the most important things to me is to know that people are actually thinking about you. And I love to give gifts to other people and people will tell me, Oh, you give the best gifts. And it's because I put a lot of thought and effort into them. It's not about money and it's not about ordering, you know, my, I have two sons and they're into electronics. So their gift wish list is like, I want a K seven, nine, two, three, you know, and I will buy it. I will wrap it. I will watch them open it. And I will still have no idea what I gave them, but I gave them something that they wanted and it showed effort, effort and thoughtfulness, I think are what's important in a gift to me. And what does that represent for you at a, a deeper level? Effort that you're worth somebody's time, not even their money, that's somebody's time that they're thinking about you. And thoughtfulness is that, I don't know, I, I don't want to give away my authority to make it feel like I, if you show me you're thinking about me, then that matters because you're supposed to love yourself no matter what anybody else is thinking or doing. But I just think it means they're showing you that you're worth it, that you're worth their time and effort. And I will tell you, I have come to learn at this point in my life that time and attention are probably the best gifts you can give somebody, at least in my view. Well, I know, Lisa, where you really come from, and you've used the word a lot, but what I'm hearing is love. Mm. I'm hearing that even at a deeper level, all of those things sound to me like love. Well, is love the gift that you're thinking of? Yeah, I think. So when we've been talking about exploring awareness and we talk about when we explore awareness, we connect to this core of ours. We've used different words to describe that core and we've used the word peace, and we've used the word joy, and we've used the word love, and we've used the word generosity. And so doing that practice, you know, exploring awareness, connecting to our core, connects us to those essences mm -hmm. that are ultimately driving us. And so when I hear you talk about the thoughtfulness, um, thinking about another person, sharing time, what I'm hearing is an expression of those core values that make us up expressed, you know, in a way that we can for each other. Mm -hmm. And so we have this whole holiday season that allows us to do that. Now, we talk about exploring awareness. And so I would like to bring a level of awareness to the things that we're doing, our actions during this holiday season, so that we can use that act as a way to connect to our core. 
can I just say some people might feel that that is just going to add pressure to them for the holidays? Can we can we unfold it in a way that that's not what we're talking about or unwrap it? I guess I should say people might feel pressure in what way? Like that they have to connect to their essence that I don't know, it should be a good thing. I, I'm, I'm good. I always just try to anticipate what someone listening is thinking. And I think some people think of the holidays, oh my goodness, we have to decorate and we have to bake and we have to shop and we have to wrap and we have to get together with people we don't necessarily like. And that's enough pressure. Now you're telling me that I have to connect to my core and get to my essence. (laughs) This is like one more thing to put on your to-do list. Oh, yes. No, right. Exactly. No, I know what you mean. And you know me, I would never tell people what they have to do. I guess I'm thinking of this as an opportunity to transform some of that because just like we have all kinds of things we have to do and we talk about all of the things that happen in our mind, right? When we have thoughts and we can transform them into presence. I think uh, presence, so, uh, you know, present, not present. Oh, sure. You didn't get my <laughs> gift joke, but now you're... <laughs> Okay. Transform those, you know, when we become aware of those things happening, we transform them to presence. And so I think there's a way you could shop and give unconsciously, or it doesn't take a lot of effort to become aware of it and to and to kind of experience where that's coming from. So there's a way that I could give you a gift and say, you know, Merry Christmas, or I can offer you, you know, a gift qualitatively a little bit different and say, I would love for you to have this. The material actually represents something else, right? And so I'm not asking people to to force themselves to do that. That's why, you know, we always talk about starting meditation in the morning, you know, and kind of collecting yourself and connecting to that core so that as you move through the day, your life is kind of guided by those principles. Yes, you can be distracted by the obligation mm. and the expectation, but there is an added element, you know, that we can contribute to this holiday season by being aware of what we're doing, being conscious that this gift giving is actually representing something deeper within ourselves. Mm. So tell me more. This sounds amazing. You know, we've talked about when we connect to our core, there's like a connection to something true, you know, authentic, something that's been with us, you know, our whole lives. And then it gets covered up, clouded over, you know, by the distraction and expectation. So as we've been doing these episodes and exploring awareness and connecting to that core, we're connecting to something deeper. And that's what then connects us also to this holiday season. So, because in the Christian tradition, God becomes a human. And we might overlook that fact a lot. And, you know, different kind of Christian traditions handle it differently. But it really doesn't matter what religion we're talking about. There's still a metaphor here of this season where there's this idea or this demonstration 
that somehow God, whatever God is, becomes human. And so to me, that's, that's a profound thing to say uh, and, and to realize that at the deepest level results in an opportunity to be expressing these kind of divine mm. attributes of love and peace and joy and generosity. So you see there's this something bigger than ourselves that's kind of driving this season of generosity. Does that make sense? Well, are you saying those are the best gifts of all? Well, I'm not qualifying them, <laughs> as you know. Well, I'll say it. I mean, yeah. I told you I'm at the point I used to be thinking like if you really loved me then you'd get me a good present for the holidays or you'd hear what I'm asking for that proves that you that you care and that you're being thoughtful and now all of a sudden it's like what I think I'm hearing what you're saying is much more important to to realize the your your I don't know your own your own godlike qualities inside yourself and share those that's what I yes, mean. Yes, right, right. And, and in this particular season, we're sharing them oftentimes in material goods. But you were saying before how you really appreciate being having time and quality time with people. There's, there's this other sense of like of, of unconditional gifting. Mm. You know, so there's a Buddhist quote, Lisa, about gifting, and it's about giving without being a giver all right what does that yeah. mean well it means kind of like just unconditional gifts so you know secret santas where you give a gift and people don't even know who gave right. it to you have you ever been involved with that before yeah sure and you know it's like just a pure act of generosity if you don't know who gave it right there, there's no expectations that there's something that has to be given in return it's just just a pure gift of generosity. And I think that's a really cool way to look at it. Yeah. To just like give a gift without any expectation of a return. And uh, I've done that before too. I've snuck gifts into people. And not only does it feel good to give the gift, but it feels good to remember it as well. I mean, just an unconditional gift that just shows up on someone's door. Well, is that what giving gifts mean to you? Do you attach much meaning to it? Well, I just love to do it because I think it's a real expression of generosity and like unconditional gifting and unconditional generosity that reflects something, you know, deep within ourselves. And thoughtfulness, like I mentioned. Yeah, exactly. And thoughtfulness as well. Are you probably don't remember you told me when we first started we've been doing the podcast for almost a year now and as when we started it and we were getting to know each other you talked about giving gifts and you you like lit up because you said that you loved giving gifts and that you like to pick things out on your own and I don't know if you recall telling me this or not no I no I don't remember that but it's true I'm 
not surprised that I told you that. No, you were all excited because you said you like to you that you were a good gift giver. But you pick things out on your own. You don't necessarily ask people what they want. You just like to pick things, be thoughtful, and pick things out for people. And you seemed like truly joyous when you were sharing this with me. And I thought, oh, that's so nice. He's like joyful, picking out gifts and giving them to people when they're not even asking for them or expecting them. Is that is that what we're getting to here? Yes. You know, I sometimes feel pressure to get a gift for a birthday or for a holiday or something. And then I end up giving something that maybe I just had to give instead of right. something that I wanted yes. to give. Yes. It's kind of like that being present. Like when you see something in a store or someplace and you, and you just, and you think of someone and connect that to them. Oh, it's a human expression of, of love and generosity and connection to each other to be able to have a tangible way to show that. Mm. So, you know, that combines something that you can hold with a feeling that you have for that person and that person receives. And and that's what I think is the essence of generosity and gifting. And I think it reflects, you know, the essence of our true nature. And I think it's wonderful that we have a holiday where we can do that. I also think that you need to have that same attitude in receiving a gift. I, I have friends, I call them chronic returners. No matter what you get them, they take it back. And I, huh. I think, what does that represent? What is, what's really going on there? Yeah, I don't really know what that represents. The kind of way I would look at it is, I mean, once you've given the gift, that's it. Um, it doesn't matter whether they like it or not. You've given the gift, you've made your gesture. Um, if they don't like the gift, you know, that's their tastes or their issue or whatever. I, I know that sometimes that happens with my kids and clothes. <laughs> <laughs> you've picked them out something nice and they're like, what is this? What were you thinking? Right? Yeah, but my wife buys most of the clothes. I like to buy science projects, electronics, things like that mm. for my kids. I don't know. I think I think I was onto something when I was talking about the thoughtfulness of it and the effort and the joy. Where where's the joy in giving gifts or receiving gifts? It should be about giving joy, shouldn't it? Instead of giving stuff. Right. That's right. And and that's what that's the message that I'd like to convey today. When we talk about the joy is always there, you know, the generosity is always there, the peace is always there, and the love is always there. We now, because we're in this season, have a chance to, to be aware of it and to connect to it. And as we are buying our gifts, and as we're giving our gifts, by adding awareness to this whole process, we're adding a deeper layer of meaning to the whole thing, hmm. right? And we're doing it in the context of this idea of divinity, right? And so then this whole to-do list gets transformed into this expression of our truer selves, our interconnection with all beings and a 
resonance, you know, with this sense of love and generosity that really is driving this whole enterprise. Mm. They make it sound so beautiful when you like really break it down like that. It is beautiful, Lisa. It's not only beautiful, but it's, you know, it's kind of a deeper truth to it all. And again, not something that is something that we necessarily have to believe, although there is a, a belief about around that as well. But even beliefs reflect something deeper. Beliefs are, are words and, and um, things that we learn, but they still reflect that deeper sense of connection and divinity that this whole season represents. I want to get into the divinity part, but I need to take two steps back and just go over one more time so I'm clear on how do you bring awareness to getting gifts? Exactly what does that look like? (laughs) You always ask me um, to explain something that is hard to explain in words. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so I go back to this core practice that we're doing of exploring awareness. We breathe every day, right? And we don't know that we're breathing. And so one of the first things we do every time we meditate, we become aware that we're breathing. We know that we're breathing. It's easy not to know, right? Because you're still going to be breathing whether whether you know it or not. Right? And so we're going to be out with our shopping lists and we're going to be with our families giving gifts. And it can happen, right? And it's going to happen for, for most people. Now, if you bring the same awareness that you bring to your breathing, that you bring to the gift giving, there's going to be a qualitative difference in how that experience is going to unfold. Now, I know that, you know, at Christmas time, in the morning when you're seeing kids opening their presents, or you have bought a special present for your spouse, you know, you anticipate, like, you say, open that present. Oh, here's that one extra present that um, you missed. There's that uh, real sense of love and joy and connection and generosity that comes from that. And everyone has felt that, hopefully, at some point in their life. And so by adding the awareness practices that we've been working on in this podcast, I'm just like maybe inviting people to try it out and inviting you to try it out turns the gift giving into this present moment experience, a present moment expression of your core. And I think that it's just a wonderful opportunity to really experience what we've been talking about. And for once, I feel like I've this is something that I've actually been doing my whole life because I do put a lot of thought and effort and my intention is to bring joy to somebody and not only being thoughtful about what I get them or if you really listen to somebody or hear them 
or know them, then you know what gift would help return them to their joy. So I, I'm going to give myself credit for being that way. And I'll also tell you something. I love wrapping presents. I know some people don't. I I have this, I'm like, don't just throw it in a gift bag. I like wrap it and put beautiful ribbon on it and a little something, something else if you can, because I want to hand somebody something beautiful. And I want to say again, that you are worth my time and my effort that I'm going to actually get out the tape and fold the corners and wrap this up and put it in a bow because you deserve something beautiful and you, you deserve my time and effort. And it's a way for me to show thoughtfulness and to show care and to return to those core values. And I never realized that's what I was doing, but when you explain it, I think, Hey, I think that's what I've been doing. Yes. You see now you're becoming aware of it. Right. And so Adding that awareness might, for you, add another layer of, of connection. Because like, like you said, you've been expressing those things all along. And now we're like taking one step back. And you'll be aware of it and connect to that maybe in a, in a, in a deeper way. But I think that when you wrap a present mindfully, like you said, um, you were just doing it automatically, but I'm inviting people to do that mindfully. I think it's really nice to get a, a, a nice, neatly wrapped present. It just feels a little bit different. Have you heard of the Japanese tea ceremony? Uh, yeah. You know, I find that really interesting, too, because if you're making someone a cup of tea... You know, you can boil the water and put the tea bag in, whatever. But in this Japanese tea ceremony, they turn it into such a mindful thing, right? And right. so the the preparation of the tea and the cup and the pouring of the water, it's a qualitatively different experience to have someone kind of make you a cup of tea and say, here's a cup of tea. Which is, which is also a nice, generous thing. But if you were watching someone do that and be mindful about it, then the tea becomes, you know, it's a different experience. When I was at the Buddhist temple, they used to make tea like that as well. And the tea was a really weak herb tea, but it was something about the way the tea was made and the way that we drank the tea that just made it so wonderful, right? It just wasn't drinking tea. It was the whole experience of having tea there. I actually and, did a, a feature story about a woman in our community who did, who did forest bathing. And she would take you on a long, slow walk through the woods, and then you would finish with a Japanese tea ceremony. Mm. So talk about mindfulness and talk about being in the moment. I mean, that whole experience was about that. And then she opens this, you sit down when you're done, and she opens this knapsack and takes out the teapot and the cups and the tea and the water. And it's just talk about connecting to your core. I don't think you can get much more connected than that entire experience. Wow, so I, that's so interesting. So, yeah. so yeah, so I'm kind of suggesting that we work on that this Christmas season and consider 
this gift-giving season as something like that. Instead of rushing around and feeling an obligation, be more connected to your core and and, and the joy that can that can be had from on the holiday. And it still may look like rushing around, right? <laughs> it was just, it, it looks like rushing around, but maybe it isn't. It's using your energy, right? To express yourself. It was recently expressed to me that there's only one energy in the universe and it's love. So you're talking about your energy and, and rushing around, but there's one energy and, and that is, is love. So connect to that. I mean, I'm not telling you what to do, but if, if you can and you have the time and the patience and even a moment to connect to that energy and then feel the love of the holidays, I, I like it. I like where we're going with this. It's peaceful and joyful. Yeah, yeah. And, and so when we talk about being aware of it, we're talking about Oh, that's why I'm doing all of this. Right. Yes. There you go. Why are we doing all this? Why? <laughs> why? Yes. Why ah. are we doing? And where does the divinity come in? Right. So the message from this holiday is that humans have a divine nature. The divine nature that we have you know, resides deep within us. How we connect to that divine nature, though, is is always the question, right? How do we do that? Always interested in the how. And it's not something that you think up. It's something that you experience. In order to experience that, the divinity, the the truth of your being, we have to get past all the stuff that's out there. One of the ways to do that, and the way we do it and talk about it in this podcast, is by using these mindfulness techniques to wake up from all the chaos and connect to that deeper part of us. And with connecting to that deeper part of us can come a realization of your connection to all beings and a connection to this ever-present space that you might call God, you might have another word, spirit, universal energy, whatever that might be. But to give yourself a chance through, and, and here we're recomm recommending the meditation practices to have that experience or realization that is kind of beyond the thoughts and beyond the habits and beyond the expectations. That's one way that I can explain it, Lisa, but it really is a very personal experience for people when they have an intention to connect to that. I'm already sitting here thinking he's not going to like this question, but I'm going to, and I'm going to ask it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned the truth of your being, which I just love. What is the truth of your being? Yeah. Then you also talked about 
connecting that to your divine nature. So when we're thinking about the truth of your being, our being, my being, the truth of my being, and then the concept of divine nature, can it just be my divine nature? You mentioned God or spirit, or can it be my own divinity, my own divine nature is the truth of my being? Or does it have to include somebody or something else? <laughs> I told you you weren't going to like the question. Is that a bad question? No, 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 it's not. Well, I mean, I think you think of these because you were raised Catholic and then exposed to Buddhism. You have a lot of different approaches to this. Right. And I'd just like to be free and think maybe it's just mine and maybe maybe spirit or God or whoever is in me and that helps me connect to my divine nature right but would 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 but but is your divine nature any different than my divine nature i think it is i don't i think it's what connects us all and makes us all actually completely interconnected and the same well I can see the truth of your being are our being. I don't know why. I think your truth is different than my truth. And I'm, and I'm not looking for separation. I'm looking for connection and I hear you and I believe you. And I feel that we're all connected and we're all the same. I all, honestly do. So maybe I just need to talk this out because I, well, I agree with that. But to say that the truth of your being is like, your being is your being my being is my being your being well the, the the truth when i talk about the truth i'm not talking about facts right that i've learned right and not talking about facts that other people have learned because those facts are just thoughts so we're actually talking about the awareness of like a if there's words that you use for the truth, then we still need to work on becoming aware of those words and connecting to something beyond the thoughts or ideas of what truth actually is. Because truth is not, the truth I'm talking about is not what you believe. The truth I'm talking about is what you feel beyond beliefs. And so beyond beliefs, there's no form to any of that. It's all connection. Mm. It's all energy. It's all spirit. It's all God. So the truth of your being, in my experience, is the interconnection of all beings. Right? And so then your truth and my truth are exactly the same. And I think hearing that and realizing that and feeling like and feeling that is the best gift you can give. So thank you for that thought, honestly. Yeah, does that make sense to you? Yeah, it does. Of... It does. And it's like how how much peace and joy is there in that? Right. Can you imagine? Yeah. At that very deep level could understand that how many wars would not have to be fought, how much arguing and bickering over this detail or that detail and a lot of those details are just things that have people 
have learned and and look at that as truth, but really the truth lies beyond thoughts and beliefs and lies within your experience of interconnection of all beings. Do you really believe and feel what you just said? I do. I totally do. Because it's kind of like spreading through my soul right now, what you're saying. <laughs> Absolutely. And, I mean, it's like the sun's coming out from behind a cloud. Mm. And I'm thinking, aha, it's another lesson about our true core and how the joy is always there and the love is always there and we're born pure and now you're saying the truth is always there and that connects us as well yes that's what i'm saying well that is i don't want to quantify it what a great thought thank you i mean seriously it's like the sun came out from behind the clouds i'm like yes we found something else something else the truth is always there yeah yes yes and you feel it right you can feel it it's not like a thought and so Mm. irregardless of how you've been brought up and what your traditions are and 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 believe me i love traditions i mean we're all humans and we all live in this world and we have our cultures and our religions and our families and our wonderful ways that we express that truth and what i'm hoping with this podcast episode and with this season of generosity we can use that as a touch point to this deeper part of us that's being expressed in so many ways during this season and i'm just sitting here nodding yes 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 yeah Yeah, and so maybe it's time now to do a guided meditation about that. Sounds lovely. Right, so because, you know, we're talking and we're feeling into this sense. And I really want to emphasize that, you know, we all have our ways of of being human and those ways are are wonderful and they're all interesting different cultural expressions and 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 family traditions and things that we have so i'm not suggesting at all that we get rid of those or that there's something not correct about it i'm asking to take it to another level And how do you do that? Let's try this guided meditation. And if it works for you, that would be great. And if it doesn't, that's okay as well. But it's it's a gentle invitation. It's not a threatening invitation. It's a gentle invitation to, to go a little bit deeper. And since we can't say go deeper, we can move together to see if we can experience something a little deeper, right? And it's going to take some practice and it's going to take some technique. And to start the technique, sitting in our chairs and just going to that breath
and your mind might be saying, what does this have to do with anything? And I would like for you to just be aware of your thoughts. You just say, well, there's a thought. And just watch the air go in your nose or in your mouth, fill your lungs. and then reverse. And this is the start of being aware because we're being aware of this process in our body that is usually unconscious. And so you could be breathing or you could know that you're breathing. And as you know that you're breathing, you might start to even feel more relaxed. And maybe the reason for that is because at your core, there isn't any stress. And so it's easy to say, but we're starting with this awareness of breath to get a glimpse of that. And there's also something about breathing that's very generous. You know, here we are doing our things, but the body is always breathing, keeping you alive without any effort on your part. It just happens. If you don't think about it, it happens. You're not making it happen. It's just happening. And that's a really sweet, generous, loving thing that's happening. It's very simple, very easy to miss. but just consider it. And your body as well, your feet and your legs moving you around. And then your abdomen, pelvis, all of your organs, digesting your food cleaning your blood, keeping everything running, your hands, amazing hands can do so many things. 
in your arms. And so we're, we're talking about our bodies, bringing awareness to, the, to our bodies. And then in our head, we've got such a wonderful electrical processor generating thoughts, generating emotions, protecting us from harm, trying to protect us from repeating past mistakes, planning for the future, accomplishing tasks so that we might feel love and acceptance. All of these things, the, the breath, the body, the thoughts, happening in a field of awareness that we are exploring And so we can see all of these things happening within our body and our minds. And the part of us that sees it the awareness piece, the mindfulness piece, now. like seeing a a body and a mind but there's an expansiveness that sees it and what does that feel like what is it feel like to be aware of all of these things. And what does it feel like to kind of wake up to the deeper sense of self? I mean, what a what a joy to realize. What a, what a gift to give to yourself to realize this. What a sense of love that comes from being outside of that a chaos, a sense of peace. And then to realize those things, realize the connection we have with each other 
And then to be able to share that with each other. Share that through a gift of a knowing smile, a compassionate ear, or perhaps box of chocolate. or that piece of jewelry or clothing that you just have a sense would be a way to connect and express, you know, this deeper sense. It's coming from a heart of generosity, a heart of love. And so the being human, we've got to make these things happen. But from a place of awareness, the, the tasks are transformed into something that's part of this experience of a core, experience of a truth. And from this place, all of those details, although important, this expansive place of awareness then is shared by everybody. We're practicing this consciousness and are we, is it really different from one person to another since it doesn't rely on thoughts, relies on connection to the awareness of thoughts? You know, perhaps in the realization of our interconnectedness, there's there's a realization of what you make say is a divine connection or a universal connection, something that takes us out of our own thoughts about truth and connects us to something they can only be experienced perhaps as expansiveness and connection.
and that in our human form, we communicate this with gifts or time or love. And uh, the mind might say, I don't understand. The mind might say, this is too difficult. Let's go back to the breath. And be aware of the breath. That's a first step and can help us connect to awareness and awareness of the body, awareness of thoughts, awareness of emotions. Identify that part of you that's awareness. and open to the possibility that that is shared by all beings. And as we traverse the experiences of this holiday season, we might transform all of these tasks into, into awareness and an expression of our connection to each other. And so we'll end now taking a couple of deep breaths. And then open our eyes and check in with Lisa. So what are you going to get me, Lisa? <laughs> I was trying to be in the moment. Then you said jewelry and chocolate. And I'm like, yes, it's like either one of those are good. <laughs> Seriously, your time that you devote to this podcast and your intention and your devotion is really, truly the best gift you could possibly give me. And hopefully people listening are feeling that too. So, oh, thank you so much, Lisa. That is uh, that is a, a well-received gift. I mm -hmm. really appreciate that. And I think we went pretty deep, but I I felt it, and hopefully, people listening will feel it too. That's a, the the other gift: these conversations and the wow. intention, and a lot of thought and effort and time goes into it. It may not be wrapped up in a pretty bow, but it's it's there, and it it's our gift and i hope if you're listening you feel it and receive it as well it it is a gift to lisa and you know you also 
have gifted a lot of your time and energy. Lisa does all the editing for this podcast. <laughs> and um, in addition to everything else, and I, and I do offer this in a from a place of generosity and I also feel very fortunate that I'm in a place in my life where I can do this. And I do hope that the listeners get a lot out of it. And I hope that they might consider talking to their friends and sharing that this podcast with them. I mean, this is this is a non-monetized podcast, so there's no um, there's nothing in it for us other than the the feeling of 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 gifting and and sharing and doing our part to make the world a better place to live. And kind of using our gifts and putting them into this podcast as well. So there's a lot of gift giving going on if you can feel Yeah, it. it is. It is. And there's a lot of gift giving out there. And just, I think I mentioned last time before, you know, our group of meditation teachers in Ann Arbor at openmindfulnessmeditation.org also offer free meditations, you know, all throughout the week. So if you visited that webpage and got on the mailing list, you could participate in some of those. You know, that's but there's a lot of meditation gifts going on out there right, right now. That yeah. during the COVID pandemic, lots of meditation teachers have found these online platforms to offer this type of material, which is a unintentional benefit of this whole pandemic situation. Right. Well, we're on Facebook and Twitter. And Instagram, you can email us at exploringawareness at gmail.com. We love to see your emails and hear what's on your mind. And uh, you can share perhaps what resonated with you. Uh, reach out. Let us know that you're listening. And as Frank said, sh- tell your friends. And we're not a big budget advertising podcast. We're a heartfelt, soulful conversation. And the only way more people are going to know about it is if you tell them. Right. Or leaving a comment on your favorite podcast app would be a nice gift for us this Christmas. (laughs) Right. And hopefully you can feel the love and enjoy the holiday for what it's really meant to be. And just take a deep breath and not feel pressure to spend a lot of money that you don't have or buy something for somebody that you don't feel good about it's about feeling good it's about connecting to those core values and i seriously it's my wish that that you do that you can and that you will right i think this season use the time and the presence to give a gift that reflects your authentic self And it's our gift that you choose to listen. So thank you so much for listening. Have a peaceful holiday, everyone. This podcast is not an attempt to practice medicine or provide specific medical advice, nor does use of this information establish a physician-patient relationship. Listening to this podcast does not replace medical consultation with a qualified health or medical professional to meet the health and medical needs of you or others. If you are having problems, please see your primary care provider or your local mental health professional.